Hello and welcome to the Nerds Who Isolated Themselves, episode one. Uh, I'm Stuart Moraine. I am joined, as always, from a distance by... From a distance. From Andy <laughs> Hanks, or I am Zeus. All I've heard is every time somebody says about being at a distance, is that <laughs> is it the Jasper Carrot thing where he runs to the... Or is it Lee Evans where he runs to the back of the stage and goes, From a distance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, Hi, yeah. hello how are you so this is the first time we've actually yeah we've actually skyping each other we're not actually sat in the same room i know this is weird i'm used to it looking at you it's, yeah. it's bizarre <laughs> this is how i do all the others but do you not have a photograph of me up because well always but yeah oh, yeah i've got i've got a picture of that dog you drew <laughs> oh no i drew the dog no, it's just it's so good i assumed it was you i drew the cat <laughs> <laughs> Your, I would like to point out your first drawing with Byro. Yes. I Not what you claimed the other day. <laughs> I completely forgot all about that. We'll go into that in a minute. But yeah, I've discovered drawing with Byro. And yes, apparently, I thought I'd only just started it. But apparently, yes, I did do a Byro sketch. But Mr. Kite begs to differ. Yeah, exactly. Back when we were at school together. Um, Indeed. Very many years ago. Uh, the school that Jack's now going to. Oh, well, Christ, not now, yeah. but not now, absolutely. But because he's in that weird position where he might not get a last day at his current school, other than the quickly thrown together one they had. <laughs> mm. So he's going to potentially have this long break and then go straight into senior school, which is going to be quite the fucking culture shock for him. Christ, yeah, absolutely. Because I can still remember my last day of primary school. I can't remember my last day at St. Bell because I didn't go. Did you not? Well, no, so many people said they were going to beat the shit out of me on the last day that I just didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I pretended I went to my parents, but I think it was me <laughs> and a couple of other that. people didn't go. Oh, blimey. Um, yeah, so in case you're listening to this in like seven or eight months' time, we <laughs> are right slap bang in the lockdown. Ooh. <laughs> Pointless has ruined that word for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take any of these press conferences seriously. <laughs> um, so yet yeah, it is the end of March. Tomorrow <laughs> is the first the day end of the world. <laughs> end of the world as we know it. So how how are you finding the whole thing? Because I'm guessing you're working from home. Yeah, I've been working home for a week now. It's a bit weird. Um, I now share a, an office with a dog. Um, See, they won't let me work from home. It won't be a bit difficult for you, though, mate. I've tried. I thought if I built like a cannon, I could at least fire mail at the people in my street. <laughs> uh, but it's not yeah. acceptable. Well, I have like a remote control car. and just stick it on a remote control car. Oh, genius. Or drone. Mm. No, because then they might realise they don't need us. <laughs> um, so it's been, yeah, it's, it's odd times, isn't it? It's so weird. I mean, obviously, you know, everyone else knows it, but it's just odd. It's unprecedented. It is. It's. I mean, it's not that different for me because I've always been fairly antisocial anyway. So like I said, it's more the just pop into the shop to either get some art supplies or just get milk or whatever. Mm. <laughs> it's. I mean, art supplies are completely out. You have to order them online because all the yeah. shops are shut because they're non-essential, yeah. allegedly. <laughs> I disagree. I know. At the moment, it's a freaking coping mechanism. They're fucking essential when I'm down to my last page of Bristol Ward. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's 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 genuinely bizarre. But like I say, with going to work, I'm still being fairly 
social with people, even if it is from a distance kind of thing. From a distance. So I'm getting that sort of interaction. So it's not a lot different for me. Yeah. But if anything, I've got more of an excuse for people not to come around to my house, which, <laughs> <laughs> which again, coming back to the antisocial thing, is even better. <laughs> but there is part of me that's the creative side of me is insanely bitter of all these people who are just off getting 80% of their pay and they can just sit and draw. <laughs> it's like you occasionally see people that are like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with all this time off. Like, There's so many things. Yeah, I'm a bit like that as well because obviously I'm still working all day, but I'm like, I've got a list of stuff I really want to get on with. I, I Yeah, I, I'd be, yeah. Do it in what um, would have been your commute time. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, I just have the, uh, the extra half an hour lying. Or that, that's however you choose to spend it. <laughs> <laughs> Try and help you be productive. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know. Uh, we, we were all discussing the state of my hands with this isolation. Yeah, it's... Red rule. <laughs> and not like... from masturbation either. You draw with the top bit of your hand and then you erase it away with the sandpaper that is the other <laughs> bit of your hand. <laughs> but no, it's it's pretty rough. Like I say, the cold weather's not helping. But mm. but yeah, so anyway, it's been a while since we did the last one. That was what, end of last year? Which did, feels yeah. like so long ago now. <laughs> yeah. We're like, only three months into the year and I'm just kind of like, is it, is it I remember those yet? times. They were normal times. When you could just go out. <laughs> I miss talking. I miss talking about Brexit. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is what anybody had in mind for a post-Brexit Britain. No. <laughs> On either side. Absolutely. Although I did like that the first thing of unity was bludgeoning old ladies to death for a can, the last can of fucking beans. <laughs> yeah, sitting in the freaking Thunderdome. <laughs> Put on suits of armour to go out shopping. Yeah. Well, it's weird because the, pretty much before the lockdown, I'd redone the boys' rooms. So we went to IKEA and it was just jammed in there where everybody was like, shit, we better get some flat packs to build or something because we might be at home. <laughs> yeah, no meat, meatballs whatsoever. That's it. And I thought, I better get over to the comic shop and, like, you know, clear my stash. And I did that two days before the lockdown. Yeah. Mm. So fortunately, it wasn't much. I had a couple of figures in, so I knew it. I didn't want him to be sitting on like 40 quid's worth of figures for me. So, but yeah. But yeah, no, it's bizarre. It's just like, on the plus side, I'm not going out and frivolously just throwing money away on just random shits I find in B&M. So. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a positive for me as well. Because so, I'm terrible at the impulse buy of, oh, it's only a quid 50. <laughs> <laughs> or it's only seven quid. It's like, yeah, but you have bought 10 of them. <laughs> But yeah, but they were only seven quid. <laughs> but hence why I've got so many Batman the Animated Series figures now. Has <laughs> <laughs> it got a complete set yet? No, I missed some. Mm. I'm really kicked myself about one because they had Man Bat on Amazon for 15 quid for ages and I never pulled the trigger and now it's about 100 quid. <laughs> Shit, really? I know. But it's that spe- collector's market for speculators, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> but. It's not set me off on flippers again. <laughs> but so, yeah, since last time we had True Believers 2020. Yeah. Which I believe I believe we were both at. Yeah, I think I was there. Yeah, I seem to remember it. 
Uh, Shit me, that was well, how many months ago? Two months ago. Uh, yeah, two months ago. Two months it? ago tomorrow, yeah. So, but yeah, that feels like ages ago. Oh, I mean, on the plus side, we might be a shoe in for con of the year. Oh, really? oh well, because there won't be any more cons. <laughs> My default. I, that's it. I'd be good if we still lost. Choices: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> True Believers or Dave's Garage. <laughs> Well, Dave's garage <laughs> did have a nudie picture up. <laughs> but so this was your first troops purely tabling, and you did a workshop. So how was it for you, table side? Oh, I I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was. I, I've it's my in my first troops. I've I've been behind my table all the time, but I have done other cons. It was definitely my best con. But this is your first one on home turf, isn't it? My first the table. home turf, yeah. Um, I, I knew quite a few people. Um, it was my best con takings wise, and I had a fairly good time. It was great, really good. It was mine um, too for comics. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Because you uh, had uh, you, you were sending your comics on reception, weren't you? Yes, because it was the only way. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no, it was a. Uh, obviously, I couldn't stay behind the table, so it was just a surprise at the end when Cat was like, "You sold this many." It's like it wasn't a huge number, you know. It wasn't like you know we'll retire. Yeah. But it was it was enough of a number. It's the largest number I've sold. Mm, fantastic. Which was which was nice, but but yeah. So but yeah, that was ages ago, and then this happened. <laughs> no, that was that was literally it, wasn't it? It was yeah that, but I think it was the next day. It was just yep, yeah, we were staying in there. So that's, that's the year for me, really. It's yeah, like I say, it's just weird, isn't it? So while we're doing that, then we might as well. So a knock-on effect of this is that a lot of events have now had to either postpone or cancel altogether, including the next True Believers, which for a couple of reasons, but the main reason I'm going to in a minute is that we pushed True Believers 2021 back to 2022, mm-hmm. and. The main reason for that was the all these events that have cancelled. It feels a bit shit to be the yeah we had our go and then we're going to come back again next year, and other people missed out. So to give them a bit more of an open playing field and option for dates, not that we're competition to anybody, but kind of thing. I thought if we sort of stepped aside and let people, it opens February up for another event to want to sort of fill the slot if they need to, kind of thing. Yeah that one year and then hopefully by 2022 we'll be back on track but almost yeah let the world catch up kind of thing yeah well it's almost starting to feel like you might as well just write 2020 off and we'll mm. start again <laughs> i think a lot of people are writing off i mean you know for instance sports are writing that off aren't they yeah well i suppose it's not long left in the sports year is there no but because part of me does kind of think with the schools do you just hold everybody back a year and start it again next september yeah you didn't even get halfway through the year, so mm. it's not going to hurt to repeat a little bit. But then I don't know how that messes everything up for kids starting school and everything else. Yeah, absolutely. When does it catch up again, kind of thing? But but yeah, no, it's uh. So yeah, that was that, and then like I say, obviously a lot of events about to cancel postpone, which I think is going to have a knock-on effect for sellers and cons i don't know how many because obviously it's affecting a lot of businesses isn't it it's mm-hmm. oh we're starting to sound like question time <laughs> so, 
No, I suppose it's a good point to bring in the questions, really, isn't it? So Dan and John Ottaway, Dan Butcher and John Ottaway, pretty much asked variations on the same question, and uh, which was, you know, what will comics look like in the uh, post-COVID-19 world, which was how Dan Butcher put it, and then John Ottaway put it as, uh, how do we think the current situation, quotation marks, will affect comics in the near future, especially small press? Uh, is it a great time for creators to create or could it be the end for many? Um, it's also put also, I haven't worn Doc Martens in years, but if I was to, I'd be sliding into my own. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah I see isolations um, yeah. <laughs> doing really well for him, isn't it? It will never be as crazy as that conversation we had at um, BAM where he just looked at you like you were mental. I can't remember what it was. It was to do with a Looney Tunes character. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. What you just you didn't stop talking. You didn't stop talking for about two minutes on it without taking a breath. It was like you'd done some speed or something. You were like spud in train spotting. It would have been Marvin Martian, wouldn't it? Quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was expecting you to end it with uh, my pleasure in your leisure. <laughs> my balls are like fucking watermelons while I'm telling you. But so, yeah, um, how do you think it will affect? I mean, general comics, I think. I don't know. It depends on it. Well, general comics, that's just it. I mean, general comics, people won't be comic shops will be closed. People won't be going out. I said there's no new comics coming. So they'll go digital, which ties into Sam Webster's question, because obviously that's going to push yeah. people towards digital potentially but then you got the guys who like like a quote you like the smell of comics yeah you know you're, you're not yeah because he's got to... and when physical stores do reopen do you think customers will go back to physical or stick to digital i mean i i really don't like digital mm. it's like i just it's not it there's an element of the pleasure of comics that's gone for one, the physical collecting, the fact you never truly own it. Mm, yeah. And I'm pretty sure you never truly own a physical comic. If you read the small print, they're entitled to come around and take it back off you at any time they like. But <laughs> the likelihood of DC turning up and be like, yeah, we've deleted Death of Superman now, so we're going to need your copies too. <laughs> <laughs> we deleted the file, sorry. <laughs> it's gone forever. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I just don't overly enjoy reading digital. No. And I definitely don't enjoy see the point of paying the same price for a digital copy as you would the physical copy. Mm. I, I don't get it. But there are people that do like it and more power to them. Um, I mean, I barely get time to read the comics that I've got that are physical. Let alone opening a world of digital. Yeah. How big's your your stack of unread so far? Has it gone down at all? No, it's probably, well... Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Again, something like a self-isolation period would be ideal for catching up. <laughs> you just happen to pick a, a job that has to keep going. I know, if I still worked at HMV, I'd be fine. <laughs> but, you know, I wouldn't be getting paid the full whack, so... Yeah, it's true. So, but yeah, um, I don't know. With regard to small press, I think cons not being there potentially will have an effect i don't know how well these online cons do mm. oh yeah i saw that happening last week because 
I mean, part of the pleasure of cons for me is meeting the creators and talking to them, even yeah. in that awkward way that I talk to people, and then deciding whether I want to buy it based on speaking to them kind of thing. Mm. And um, it's what I enjoy about listening to people talking on podcasts. Uh, that makes me go and buy their books as well. Um, but yeah, I just I'm I'm not sure. I think that could have an effect. Um, as to whether it will give people more time to create, I don't know. I think I mean, it will. I think. I think. I think it will. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do? Yeah, I think it will give them inspiration as well. You know, especially these post-apocalyptic comics that come out. <laughs> do you think we're going to have a load of bunker-themed comics? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, or you know, virus, and you know, <laughs> maybe the idea will go viral. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I think it will be positive. I reckon there'll be a lot to come out of this. I mean, I think there will, I think there'll be some that sort of possibly do decide that this is the point to jack it in. Mm. You well, know, there's probably a couple of people that are like this year is my make or break year, and then it's gone, and they're just kind of fuck it. Then it, the universe has decided for me. Yeah, I mean, on a, on a creative level though, um, you know, p- p- people draw. Uh, as a, almost as a kind of you know as an escape don't they yes you know so people really want to escape at the moment well some people do i'm pretty sure some people now just do it to purely make the money from selling the product not saying so, anybody we know yeah. but but there are possibly people we've met through doing the cons and that yeah well yeah not not naming names again that are no. purely in it for the money they can make yeah uh, but I, I think, yeah, I think it is. I think it's, you know, that's why I think March of the Robots came really well this year, because I've been doing March of the Robots. We'll talk about that later. But so, you know, I've been drawing every night. And it's been great. You know, I mean, it's been keeping me sane a little bit, really. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice to have a drawing project. Mm. Um, like you say, we'll come on to those in a minute. But but yeah, do you think, I mean, it's such an unknown. Will things like Thought Bubble and Nottingham and the lakes and that actually happen towards the end of the year well who knows i mean it'd be ironic that the year i get the time off for thought bubble and get a table (laughs) yeah (laughs) would be the year that you know the universe is like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and that's not to apply that this is all one big conspiracy theory to fuck me over (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I can't get my Jason Isaacs comics in the hand of one more person. Have you seen that conspiracy that it's all it was all Disney's fault that they deliberately did it so oh, what, to launch Disney Plus? Plus. Yeah. yeah, but then they didn't drop the Mandalorian in one go. So. No, well they didn't do that in the States, did they? Well no, but they thought we thought it'd be but then I imagine they've got no new content that they can put into production to fill it up. So That's true, yeah. So I imagine that they're like, you know, biding their time on it. But but yeah, it's a. Uh, there's been loads of conspiracy theories. You get a lot through the hatch at work. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's deliberately engineered to kill off old people because they don't contribute anything, and so, which isn't to make it sound like we're being flippant about it. <laughs> the bullshit you hear, kind of thing. But but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if there is going to be a rest of 2020, or this is it for the foreseeable. Not mm. sure how keen people are going to be to get in big groups again. Mm. Well, they did say that the whole lockdown um, 
they're going to, if you like, relax it in stages, aren't they? Yeah. So one of the first things that they did was they were going to stop big groups. So will that be one of the last things to let go? You know, maybe that will carry on, that the ban on big groups of people, maybe that will carry on to the end of the year, which means, we, you know, there won't be comms. I think it quite possibly might, to be honest. I mean, I hate to say it, and I really hope it isn't, because I love going to cons, so... Mm. I think once it is lifted and cons come back, there's going to be that first con is going to have an epic attendance of people just being like, I don't care where it is, I need to be a con. <laughs> people. So, oh, how I've missed the smell of BO. That's it. BO and mouldy paper. Yay. <laughs> but I think it will. I think if it's, especially if it's far enough away from the lockdown, that people are a bit more kind of like, yeah, fuck it, we'll take a risk now. Yeah, I think if it's like you know the lockdown's ended and next week it's this people will be like a bit oh, I'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> but but no like I said I genuinely hope it comes back soon because I, I miss it all happening online as well yeah it's all a bit although I have found that I've sort of drifted away from social media a bit more since I go on to post my drawings pretty much and then mm. leave <laughs> which has been quite nice it's been like taking a mini social media break but which is weird again because the only way you can stay in touch with people and I'm kind of like yeah no I'm good <laughs> but but yeah it's a like I say it's just fucking weird unknown time to live in isn't it yeah um, but yeah I think I think collectors will keep it going whether shops can stay afloat during the fallow period will be the interesting thing mm-hmm Depends how soon these government breaks come in for them. Yeah. I can see a few shops disappearing. I can see a few cons potentially disappearing and not coming back. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, we're sort of in that tricky position. We're going to have no income now next year. And we're coming in from an event where we made a financial loss. So Mm. I'm not recouping any money for a year, potentially. Or, you know, sinking further into debt, whichever way around it goes. (laughs) But it's, yeah, because, I mean, one of our big overheads is the storage locker, so I was just going to get rid of that and, like, get another shed or do something to the side of the house. But Can't you um, can't you move your kids into, into the shed and just fill up there? Well, I did consider that, but as the shed started leaking, we need a new shed as well. So <laughs> basically everything's gone wrong. The shed's leaking. The washing machine busted, so we've had to get a new one delivered, but they won't wow. fit it, so we've got to get my brother-in-law to come round and fit it when we're all out kind of thing. And yeah. Because it, it's not a simple thing. It'll just pop round and pop the plug that in for us, do yeah. <laughs> So. Mm, I know. And it's the kind of thing you don't want to bodge. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, you could say, all the wrong time. But on the plus side, you can get on top of all those other little jobs. Yeah. But yeah, so... Yeah, I think that's kind of that. Did we answer those questions as best we can? Basically, our official answer is we don't know. (laughs) We don't know. We're not any real authority on it. No, it's it's an interesting concept. It's something I've not really thought about before. Uh, I mean, I don't know because I've got no clear idea of what Marvel or DC have been doing for a while because they just seem to be just the spaghetti at the wall thing, don't they? It's like, what sticks? That. Put all everything into that. And I've gradually been losing interest in new comics anyway, not mm. to do with 
this, just that they're getting a bit tedious again. I'm getting, like I say, I've been hitting that age for a while where I've been going more nostalgic about going back than I'm focusing more on small press because I still maintain that the most exciting stuff in comics is happening in small press. No, I agree. Because yeah. nobody expects it, so <laughs> there's mm. no real pressure on it. But, but yeah. But speaking of exciting things, you sort of touched on it. Drawing projects. Yes. So you have, and I have, done March of the Robots again. Yeah. So how <coughs> did this go? Honest, your your original plan? You, well, you started before. Let's start right from the beginning because you're right. doing you're doing drawing every day of the year, aren't you? Yes, because I'm a twat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, three months in and one sketchbook down. And you picked a leap year as well. I did. So. Oh, so so today you finished your first sketchbook. Yes, there's like two blank pages in it, but I was going to use those to just scribble some notes in at the back. Yeah. Plus then I can get three months per book. Oh, okay. So rather than having the end of April, well, you know, the first two days of April and then going into another book. Because the OCD in me will not tolerate that bullshit. <laughs> but, but yeah, so yeah, I've been doing the drawing a day and thus far, Touchwood have stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Although it was slightly dubious whether I'd do it today because I had such a bad headache that I couldn't see out of one eye properly. <laughs> That's all right, it passed. But, mm. but yeah, I was kind of like trying to put mail in at work and I was like, I got to hold it sort of sideways so I could see it. <laughs> but until it passed, it was just bizarre. It's like there's like a fog over part of my eye. Okay. So I can't quite see. Again, I. Speak you to probably the doctor, have a stroke, but they, got, they got bigger shit going on. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, so, but no, yeah, touch wood. But you know, the way this year's going, I could end up in a coma and miss a month. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a. Uh, it's something been going else. Right. Something else you've done as well is you came to life drawing with me. I did, and then I was going to go to others, and then this happened. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, do you know, you actually encouraged me. My sister was going to come as well. Oh, was she? Um, yeah, she was actually she was actually due to come to the one that, the first one they cancelled. Because uh... um, she was up for it, because she wanted to give it a go. Um, yeah, she's been drawing a, um, a lot as well. I, didn't, I haven't told you that yet. She's no. been here drawing quite a bit. Oh, cool. She's been photographing, yeah, taking photos of her drawings and sending them to me. Yeah, I really enjoyed that live drawing session. Like I say, apart from that weird thing of like you're looking at somebody naked in front of you, and then they sort of look at you, looking at you, looking at them, and your instant thing is like, shit, they caught me. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm supposed to be. Bollocks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's the oddest thing as well. I still find it odd. Like you're sat there for two hours looking at women completely stark as in front of you. Then at the end. They go behind the the uh, the screen to go to get changed. The and at the same time, screens as well. <laughs> sorry, yeah. And you go over to put your stuff back in your bag. And if you quite all quite often, you glance to the left and you just see this woman, you know, like you know, putting a bra on. You can't help but look. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's like oh look boobs. It, I can't, you know, but there's nothing during the actual session. Hopefully, hopefully you agree here. There's absolutely nothing sexual about it whatsoever. It's, the, it's not the atmosphere no, it's, for it's it. the it most is. unsexy thing. Yeah, it really is. Um, um, like I say, it's but, more. I don't know whether it's the Britishness and that you know we've always 
being nerds through all our lives there's always been that slight awkwardness that is just kind of like like i say you're saying like oh shit they caught me looking at them no i'm supposed to be looking at them fuck (laughs) but it was interesting doing it as well because it's because i've started watching portrait artist the year as well that whole thing about overworking it so that you get something you're happy with but something you're not quite happy with so you correct that but then the other thing that you were happy with doesn't quite look right and you end up fucking it up completely <laughs> you completely overcook it you've got to learn where to stop that and is it's, a massive thing to learn yeah because i must have redone part of the face several times mm. and um but yeah it's certainly more in life drawing i found than anything else i've done i've always you know overcooked things sometimes but you because it's not based on anything kind of thing yeah you can kind of get away with it but when it's supposed to look like somebody yeah when it's actually drawing from life as opposed to from your imagination but because i was looking forward to doing some more life i might go back to what i was doing that week because i did that life drawing class but then i was drawing from like pictures from like the playboy books i've got and you're looking at porn I was. I was looking at porn, and then I got caught, and I was like, "No, I'm drawing." <laughs> honestly, honestly, that's what all the rubbing is. <laughs> they teach you it's better to you you draw better with your trousers off. Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's looser. You think freer. <laughs> but but yeah. So how did you find this year's March Robots? Because was your plan for what you eventually did what you originally planned to do absolutely not no so i had planned so last year i did one big piece which had 31 robots all marching in a line and i completely i see what you did sorry yeah (laughs) and i completely intended to do the same thing to the fact i've actually designed all the robots i've scribbled them all out but i knew that this month would be pretty busy anyway uh, i had a couple of at the beginning of the month i had a few commissions on and a few projects to get done and I knew that um, I, I, I would need to do I set myself another challenge where I'd literally just have one hour a night to get something done um, so that's what I ended up doing and it was quite good because there was a few I, I do a lot of I follow a lot of artists and you know um, do a lot of research on different market techniques and I'm really trying to get good at markers at the moment and um so I follow all these artists and I'd be messaging them, talking to them about, you know, tips and tricks. So it was a really good opportunity to try those out. Um, so it was not. Yeah. So it was more of a it was just an experiment for me, really. The whole month was one big experiment where I think I swapped. I did different techniques. Uh, I, I started doing marker paintings to begin with. Uh, then I went on to um uh more like like a jake parker kind of style so line art uh, coloring in line art and then i went to biro i've never well okay yes i did that once <laughs> draw with biro so i did a few a few things with biro um and then i think i went ended up the last couple i've done i went back to marker paintings because mainly because i got some new markers yesterday mm. um and uh so, so yeah I, i'm really glad i've learned a lot this month um learn a lot of mistakes um if i did it again i'd approach it differently i think this this whole month um but no i I think i think it's been really beneficial i really enjoyed it this month it was hard work and some of the i ran out of ideas about 10 days ago um i think yeah i mean one day i just did a i was watching the iron giant so i just drew the iron giant 
Um, but it, yeah, I, just coming up with the ideas, I've really struggled on. Yeah. Um, and but I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was I got a lot out of it. Uh, some of the drawings are a hell of a lot better than some of the other ones. There was a few I just phoned in. Um, and I, I don't think as a whole, I don't think it's as good as last year's. But I think I've learned more. If that makes sense. Which yeah. So, I think that's yeah. part of the problem when it's done as a challenge, isn't it? That sometimes you're feeling more obliged to there's, draw than. Yeah, there's a pressure. You know, you've set yourself a pressure, really. Because I've had a couple of days of doing the draw in a day where the one I just drew like a weird basement window mm. on a street because I just didn't know what I was drawing. So I just free drew something and then made the best of whatever it was. Mm. <laughs> and sometimes that works. And sometimes you're just like, what the fuck have I drawn? Yeah, but, sometimes you just don't, you know, you haven't got the, you just haven't got the, the, the intention of drawing. You know, you just want to go to bed. Or to yeah. Watch well, I found this but, year's March of Robots. I mean, it got a lot lazier the further into it I got. Cause partly because I lost confidence in where the story was going. Mm-hmm. But then I remembered that this is just a first draft kind of thing this time, rather than last year where they were the pages that I was then going to go and as they appeared in my first drawing, I then went and did them digitally. And yeah, that's what the finished book came. I always knew that this one was going to be like scribbling out the pages as a rough draft kind of thing. Yeah. It's basically the first draft of writing a story kind of thing, but just with pictures. So I always knew that there was going to be big chunks missing from page to page kind of thing. So it sort of it sort of flows in a linear way, but it's very gappy and there's probably a few establishing bits that are missing from panel yeah. to panel potentially. But it was just about hitting those sort of beats. And again, I quite enjoyed it and it was a different way of sort of approaching it because I thought, why do the same things last year? Yeah. Kind of thing absolutely so and then yeah i'll spend it won't be part of my draw in a day thing but it'll be i'll spend between now and if i get into thought bubble or you know if thought bubble happens rather because i've got a table Hmm. um between Hmm. now and then doing it ready for sending a print yeah so i've got it ready for that but partway through i had an idea for another comic as well which is always really annoying because you then would just want to bin that one off and start on the other one so it was quite good that it was March of Robots and I knew I had to stick with that I did think you were going the three Amiga route halfway through it <laughs> cool yeah that'll be the bit where they were all singing <laughs> good night Rusty yeah <laughs> but one weird side effect of this drawing everyday thing is that I've lost more weight <laughs> how's that happened because I'm drawing instead of sitting there bored oh okay so instead of just bored eating any shit I can get my hands on, I'm doing the drawing, which means I'm focused on doing that. Yeah. So I'm not thinking about eating or I'm like, oh, I am hungry, but I need to get this finished first. By which time it's like, oh, it's too fucking late to eat now anyway. <laughs> it's never too late to eat. So, yeah, the bizarre side effect is that it sort of sped up my losing weight a bit. Yeah. So Which I wasn't expecting. But... But yeah, so that's one plus, even if the drawings haven't got better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never had that effect. No, I just, like I say, I think because I used to just sit there watching telly and think, oh, fucking bored, I'll just eat at Toblerone. Mm. Now I'm kind of like, I'm bored, but I need to do the drawing. Because I never used to be, I used to mindlessly draw, but then that would get me more pissed off, so I stopped doing it for a long time and just started eating. <laughs> yeah. 
and now I'm back on mindlessly drawing and not getting as pissed off with it as I used to. So because I'm kind of a bit more zen about, you know, it is what it is at the end of the day. It's it's not about doing a good draw in a day. It's about drawing something a day mm-hmm. kind of thing. So taking the hits with the misses and a lot of those in that book, the intention is to go back and potentially either redo them as a proper piece or. Yeah, basically, well, I've seen, I, there's a couple a of pages of notes, isn't there, from you? Like yeah. I think you see you did you drew the long the wrong legs on one of them. Yeah. So and then on the backs of the previous pages I put like filler dialogue for the page that it's next to kind of thing. So there's no okay. dialogue in the comic, but the dialogue's there, so I know sort of what I'm hitting. Yeah. Because I would like to put dialogue in this next robots one when it's done finished properly. So. So there's yeah it's. Like I say, it is a it's a working book rather than a finished product sort of book. And some days. Well, thanks, man. That's all right, no problem. I'm just going through them now, <laughs> so I know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I've got the full album on my Stuart thinks he can draw page so far. Yep, I've got it up at the moment. So that's. <clears throat> and your album. Yay! Finally, my drawings <laughs> had an effect on somebody. But yeah, so that's 90 days. And then like my Rosetta one fitted in in February as well, which is quite nice to be able to do that as part of my yeah. drawing thing. Well, like I say, that, that's a challenge. Yeah, that was one I got so pissed off with that I rage drew it because it was in the sketchbook. I kind of had to make it work. Mm. <laughs> so, but I'm quite looking forward to just going back to free drawing again for a bit. Even if I do just end up drawing more fucking robots. It's your fault. I never used to draw robots. <laughs> I have that effect on people. I know. But no, it's just going to be kind of like, yeah, he does robots too. He saw his mate doing it, so he's just doing it too. It's like, no, he actively fucking encouraged me, the prick. <laughs> but, I think, but, yeah. going through yours now, I, I think my favourite has to be the, the, the robot on the beanbag with the um, paddle. Oh, what, the board robot? Yeah, 18th of February. Yeah, that was literally a board so, yeah, because I did a couple. Because so I did the one that's plugged in charging up, which I actually enjoyed doing the jazz poster in the background more than the actual oh, robot. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, those are a couple that I quite like to go back to. Um, I quite liked the one sitting on the rooftop feeding the pigeon. There's that one. So after the day after the Rosetta one. Got to be oh, what, seventh yeah, of Fed, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Because, yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, like I say, I've just enjoyed sort of playing around and that sort of thing. And, you know, if you don't enjoy it, why do it? So. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> and, like I say, some are better than others. Uh, I, it's. The difficult thing is seeing sort of where I improve because I'm drawing so many different kind of things. It's difficult. Part of me is tempted to go back and do redo one of the pictures again. As in the same picture and see if I've brought anything new to it kind of thing. Maybe that should be, um, yeah, maybe the last month. Maybe December. Yeah, pick some favourites and go back through. Because mm. uh, I've got no real goal for this beyond just a sketchbook or a series of sketchbooks for me for my own amusement 
uh, for my kids to one day look through and be like, that was shit, wasn't it? But, but yeah, so, so with this year's March the Robots, obviously last year it became a big piece. Have you got plans for what you're going to do with those robots? Because I heard rumours that you want to do another Springworth. Are any of those ideas for that or... No, not at all. Um, although uh, the green space bunny makes an appearance. I did see um, the green space bunny. <laughs> no, um, not, not at all. It was literally just experiments every day. A month of experiments. Um, yeah, they're, 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 we are in talks at the moment about a possible new Springworth. Um, we shall see what happens there. I'm quite excited about that. Um, and um, and yeah, I've got just. I'm almost, I'm glad that March is out of the way now. The March of the Robots thing is out of the way because I've been neglecting some other bits and pieces. Um, where I originally said that I wasn't going to do my big piece because I had other projects on, I've kind of neglected them anyway. <laughs> um, I've, I've got it's procrastinating. That's the one. <laughs> um, so I do have a, a couple of months of catch up to do, or a couple of weeks of catch up to do. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, but it's good. I'm not going at it, but I wish I can get them done. Yeah, that's it. So, and you don't have to deal with teaching kids, so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's uh, like I say, I really enjoyed it. I know. Uh, like I say, I've got nine more months of it, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know whether this year for October to use the prompts. Okay. Yeah, it might be good for ideas. So, because also by the time October rolls around, I won't be that desperate. Because, <laughs> like, like I say, I had one annoying day where I was doing my own stuff, and then one day I sort of, because I was watching CSI, did a Grissom type character, and I was really annoyed with myself for falling back on a pre existing character already. Oh, was that the guy with the torch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm really annoyed with myself for doing that. <laughs> So are you going to give yourself any other challenges throughout the year? I mean, will it help with ideas? Possibly. I'm not 100% sure. A couple of people suggested things like theme days to tie in with certain things, but I'm just kind of like... I, yeah. I quite like to go back... To, having just done the March of Robots thing, I quite like to just go back to free drawing. Mm. Especially as I need to redo March of the Robots into a proper comic. And I've got a couple of others that I quite like to do as well. So it might be more for a little while just warm-up sketches and scribbles working things out yeah like positioning and perception perception no perspective perspective perspiration perspiration yeah that sort of thing but but yeah so it's yeah it's it's nice to do something to keep active yes keep your brain going but I've been trying to get the kids drawn as well with um, various things. So I'm trying to encourage them to do a draw something Sunday every Sunday because it gets them off fucking YouTube. Yeah. They but, do uh, do it, don't they? I know um, uh, Jack's a very keen artist, isn't he, at the moment? He is, until you suggest him doing some drawing. And he's like, oh. Okay. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's hard work, but I got him a like how to draw monsters book that he'd been drawing out of the other day and then um on sunday that thing we posted that we'd done the untitled drawing game oh yeah yeah the uh, tom sparks one 
So I, where you basically put, I don't know if you watched the video, but you pick a thing out of one bowl and then you pick the style out of another and then you pick the location out of the last one. Okay. So it's like, you know, a dog that's an astronaut on a deserted island. And that's what you draw. Oh, awesome. And they fucking love doing that and it kept yeah. them quiet. And yeah, so the one I posted was that all three of us did it, did the same one, which was, I think, a cat that's an explorer in the desert. Is it on your, um, is it on your Instagram page? Uh, no, I think I just put it on the Draw Something Sunday. Oh, uh, okay. So, but yeah. And it's just nice to get them drawing, because I'm trying to get a collection of videos together up on the True Believers website. Yeah. Like how to draw some Susie been... Gander did Olaf, and then I've put yeah, the Tom Sparks Untitled Drawing Game on. And I want to try and do a couple myself, but with the kids always around, it's a nightmare trying to film anything. Mm. Plus, I know as soon as I try and film something, I won't be able to draw it. Mm. So, because I always thought it was a shame I never set up to film the things like Mike and uh, Laura Howell did it, True Believers, with the How to Draw classes. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, they would have been cool to film and put on there, but guess you had to be at the event. <laughs> can't go back man can't go back that's it <laughs> possibly ever <laughs> but no let's not say that but yeah but no if anybody out there has got a uh, video that shows people how to draw something that you don't mind us adding to the True Believers website that'd be awesome just because well kids are in lockdown it gives them something to do mm. and you know Gives adults something to do as well. I'm all for anybody getting drawing. Um, of course, the awesome um, the Facebook page of the Awesome Podcast. Um, they released a little drawing challenge, didn't they? The portrait challenge. They did, yeah. We repost our finish things up tomorrow, don't we? Oh, it is. Yeah, shit, April the first tomorrow. Yes. So tomorrow's a deadline. Or today, if I get this edited in time to go out later on tomorrow. So, yeah. so earlier on today, they were released on, onto the Facebook page. Yes, assuming this comes out on the day I intended it to. <laughs> or, or, it was, or it was yesterday. I'll send you my finished one now. Yeah, okay. Oh, I see it. Hopefully, are you still there? Yes. Sorry. Just didn't want to fuck it up. Yeah, should be sent to you. I see. Oh, very good. So, but I'm I'm not sure on it, but I, mm. I quite like it. I'm not sure whether the likeness is 100 percent there, but but yeah, it's it's not bad for trying. Some, again, I wanted to try something different with doing a portrait rather than my usual. I wanted to mix my style with a bit more realistic and yeah. sort of meet somewhere in the middle. But I tried to scan it in, but my scanner wouldn't pick up half the greys, so it looked fucking shit. So I'm just going to have to post the photo. Right, I'll show you mine. Hang on, let me send it to you. Here we go. Is this the floppy or the hard? <laughs> this is... <laughs> uh, hang on, how do I do it? How do I do it? Please hold, caller. <laughs> Don't you just put the picture on? Mm-hmm. Come on, you've sent me enough dick pics. You know how this works. 
Yeah, but not from Skype. Ah, oh, just send it through Messenger. That's what I did. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Sorry, my brain's on half power at the moment. I know it terrifies me that you're the one I go to when I need help with anything technical. <laughs> I'm suddenly now yeah. doubting that it's actually you dealing with it and not just some guy in the office. <laughs> I have staff. There you go. That's mine. Oh, nice. That's the, yeah, I went viral again. Doesn't look anything like Susie Gander. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the beard. Uh, that's that's, <laughs> that's awesome. I really want to start getting into trying to draw on tan paper like you do. Mm. But you know, as I've started drawing robots, which is your thing, I should probably yeah. stay away from. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm buying Marvin the Martian merchandise as well. Who bought Marvin the Martian merchandise? Chess set. I mean, that was general <laughs> to be fair. It was six quid in the charity I shop. I, I couldn't busted. not. I would have snapped that up in a second. Well, that charity shop as well is generally pretty kind of like, you know, they'll charge whatever it is on eBay and knock a couple of quid on as well. Yeah. Oh, OK. So but I've got a couple of decent bargains from there. I've got the White Album by the Beatles for a fiver from there just because I like a couple of songs on it. Generally, I'm not a fan of the White Album, but I thought for a fiver for a couple of the songs I do like. Is that original pressing? Uh, no, it wasn't a vinyl. It was um CD. Oh, sorry. 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 Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, perfect condition. Because mm. usually you get something from the charity shop, you get it home and you find just a big stain in the middle of it that you don't want to know what it is. Yeah. So it ends up straight in the bin, but... It's not as bad as when I found a seven inch of paint at black by the Rolling Stones and I bought it. And then when I took it out, it was snapped. Was it really? Oh, shit. I was like, have you got a bin? They're like, do you want your money back? I was like, no. <laughs> Who's going to be that asshole in a charity shop? that's like, yeah, give me my quid back, you fuckers. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have some super glue, please. <laughs> got any salad tape? <laughs> but yeah, so sort of. Well, we're in lockdown. It's the ideal time to get watched and stuff. So, have you watched any decent films or TV stuff recently? Oh yeah, um, I can't think of any, but yeah, I have. Oh, I can think of one. Corner. That you've watched. The... Oh, Elisa Battle Angel. There you go. I can loved it. Yes. Um, yeah, possibly at the moment of my current new films, the new favorite films. Brilliant film. It's a complete popcorn movie with really really cool robots and big robotic limbs and stuff in it it's the city i love the design of city that's one of the reasons i wanted the art of book yeah i love those cities that look like they're built on top of each other kind of thing it's like the blade Mm -hmm. runner thing isn't it i love that little street level bit oh yeah absolutely and then with the big the big japanese um uh advertising and that kind of thing that but no, I really enjoyed it because you recommended it. And I was like, I'll wait yeah. for it to come on Sky. And it's just never seemed to come on Sky. Yeah. So I was like, we were in HMV in Bristol. I was like, fuck it, I'm just buying it. Mm. <laughs> so, and it still fortunately never seemed to come on Sky. So, fortunately no, for me, no, so I don't feel like. So it's weird though because it's well past due for being on Sky. Yeah. Maybe it didn't do very well. Maybe they haven't bought it. Mm, well, that can't be the case because they. 
show pretty much every film, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. That's true. So, but I don't know. So, there yeah. must be some thing, unless it's going to go on Disney Plus at some point. But is it Disney related? Well, it's Fox, isn't it? And they now own it. So. Oh, okay, okay, all right, yeah, that might be why so, then. Whether that means that there won't be a sequel, because I think it was geared up for getting one, because I think it did well enough. Mm. Okay. But, well, it was. It's, it's definitely laid on at the end of it. It is set up for a sequel, isn't it? It is, but not in that obnoxious way. I thought it was kind of like it ended. That if it ended there, I'd be perfectly happy. There was nothing that was like you know. Oh, yeah, it, definitely got to see what happens next. It certainly didn't end the way I expected it to end. But not not spoiling it, but I did expect her to, you know, well, you know, yeah, I did expect her to do something different, shall we say? Yeah, but I quite liked how it ended. I thought, I think it works as a open-ended standalone film without the unsatisfaction of being so open-ended that you're like oh fuck's sake mm. but it didn't have the you know it wasn't like the second independence day film where they were blatantly so confident they were going to get a sequel yeah that they were like no we're going to go into space to fight them it's like you bet you don't <laughs> <laughs> this film is wank <laughs> uh, there was a, I did, on um sci-fi channel uh, on Sky, they had Independence Day. Oh, uh, nice! What one of the asylum ones? Yeah, uh, I almost watched it, but I couldn't quite bring myself to it. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that is absolutely genius marketing. Fantastic! You say it to somebody, oh, I watch Independence Day or something. You know, brilliant. You don't know what you're talking about. But you've got to spell it out to realise it's a different movie. It's yeah. Independent apostrophe S. So, like, you know, it's fantastic. Asylum have got their marketing right down. That and, like, yeah. Transmorphers, but making it look just enough like Transformers, but yeah. just far enough away that they won't get sued. Atlantic Rim. It's like whenever there's a big Disney film, all those, like, cheap knockoff films that are just retitled and packaged slightly differently to look like Ratatouille or... Yeah. So the amount of people I used to work in HMV were like, oh, I didn't realise that would be out already. It's like, you do know it's not that. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I don't want to be that asshole that's ruining your fun, but oh, yeah. you're going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. was the up one? There was, a, an, was, there it was an up, up one. And, up, up and away, I think it was called. Yeah, some of that. It's Yeah, they're not imaginatively titled. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. And it's usually one of those ones that when you actually watch the film, the title that comes up on screen is completely different. Yeah. <laughs> but. And then you got but, the genius of, um, was it Three Headed Shark Attack? Yeah, and Sharknado. Yeah, Sharktopus versus. What's the other one? Well, yeah, Mega Shark versus whatever. And there was one with a robot alligator on it. Or a robot shark against a giant alligator. It was a robot shark who went along the sewers and he was tweeting. They could connect with him by, by using Twitter. There was there was Ghost Shark. Oh, yeah, Ghost Shark. I saw Ghost Shark. It was that the sequence of Ghost Dad. <laughs> we, given the Bill Cosby thing, we're not allowed to say Ghost Dad anymore. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, it's... Uh, 
Ghost. So yeah. Amazing. There's got to be better films out there. <laughs> but so I watched anyway, two. Go on. I watched two really good documentaries that aren't particularly nerdy, but uh, I watched the Whitney Houston documentary, which I'm not okay. a Whitney Houston fan at all, but the documentary was superb. Mm. And I watched that Maiden about the first all-female sailing crew that did the boat race in, like I think it was 89, something like that. In the late 80s, that was a really good documentary. It was on BBC4. Uh, okay. No. Oh, do you know something rings a bell on that one, actually? So, because I'm quite partial to a documentary, mm. but but yeah, and I also watched Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah, I saw that. What did you think? I it was better than I thought. Well, it's <clears throat> it's the best of the sequels after Terminator Two. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought the beginning bit was really interesting. What they did, I'm not going to spoil it for too many people, but the very beginning bit was was quite oh i didn't expect them to do that kind of thing and then it went stupid. I, yeah although that did kind of feel a little bit like aliens into alien 3 so like everything you just rooted for in the last film yeah gone. yeah good point absolutely <laughs> but but because the terminator films i don't know man it because two ends perfectly doesn't it yeah it's ambiguous enough that did they stop judgment day didn't they because I always thought the only way you could really go with the follow-up Terminator film is to do the Salvation route, but then they did that and cocked it up. Mm. Which, the second time I watched Salvation, I must admit, I enjoyed it a lot more than the first time. But And I quite like Terminator 3 for what it is. It's not a patch on the original two, but it's all, yeah. I always thought it was all right. And I quite like Nick Stahl as um, John Connor. Yeah. But And then there was Genesis. Yeah, which was one of those films that I watched at the cinema which is the reason I didn't watch Dark Fate at the cinema in the end because the last two I've sort of been burned by and I quite enjoyed Genesis when I was watching it I was like, this is like a really fucking expensive fan film mm. <laughs> it's like it's not good at all but I'm quite enjoying it but then the more I thought about it the more I was like actually no that film was shit <laughs> so how did I get suckered in <laughs> And I just can't bring myself to watch it again. Yeah. But, but yeah, but, but no, I thought there was interesting ideas and stylistically Dark Fate looked good. Mm. I liked the idea of the Terminator that could detach its liquid skeleton from its robot <laughs> yeah, skeleton. Yeah, that, that was awesome. That was, it was a, a cross between, you know, the T-1000 and the T-100. Yeah. That and I liked cool. the female hybrid character. Yeah, she was lovely as well. I uh, yeah, I thought she was good and interesting character, but but yeah, just uh, I don't know, it all felt Sarah more of the same at the end. As well, I, I don't know, I thought there were times where it clearly seemed like she did not want to be in that film. Yeah, <laughs> like she was just kind of like, fine, I'll deliver my fucking lines, but I swear to Christ, if you point that camera at me again. <laughs> But I really liked Arnie in it. Yeah. The bits that people hated, I really liked. Like the thing where he's talking about the um, guy wanting to decorate his room, his daughter's room. He's like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that jarred a little bit for me, to be honest. See, it did. But I just, by that point, I was just so willing to go along with it. Yeah. Because... Nah. 
it was a bit it was because he was basically the comic relief wasn't he he was and i just like i say by that point i was just so willing to go along with it mm. i kind of knew going in what i was getting so there's very little of that film that hadn't been ruined for me so <laughs> but i quite liked him as carl yeah but even though it, again it undermines the whole thing at the end of terminator 2 of you know i can never learn to do i can it's something i can never do like, no no you can once once your program's gone you served your purpose you can just find your own new purpose you don't <laughs> you need to make yourself now. down <laughs> yeah but but and i quite liked his you know do you believe in fate sarah speech mm. that was quite cool but yeah it's just it added nothing it didn't take anything away it's it's not one of those sequels where you're kind of like oh no it's not like the disney star wars trilogy where now i watch return of the day i'm like oh ham dies in a film's time <laughs> in the yeah. most pointless way <laughs> yeah absolutely i can't we yeah. plus even admiral akbar you know dies you don't even see his death on screen oh no he just gets sucked out into space doesn't he yeah it's just kind of like, I watch Return of the Jedi now and I'm like, oh, technically in canon all this was for nothing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's depressing, is it? Luke's going to revert back to being a whiny middle-aged man instead of a whiny teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Han's going to fuck off on his own with Chewie. Leia's going to go off and do her thing. Lando just doesn't appear until the third film. Yeah. It's like there were so many great adventures set up by Return of the Jedi. As a child, the possibilities of that. But And again, there are people who like that trilogy, so that's more power to them. Let them have it. But, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, I meant to ask, did you watch It Chapter 2 yet? Or? No, I haven't. I've got that to watch here. You've lent me really? the Blu-ray that I've got that to watch. I want to watch the first one first, and then watch that fact. I might be up tomorrow, actually. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah fun five hours <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, one film I watched and I absolutely loved was not very geeky but was um, Ferrari vs Ford or Le Mans 66 in America yes I no it's Le Mans 66 here it's Ford vs oh, Ferrari in America because yeah. of trademark laws is that right yeah because of trademark laws we couldn't have his Ford vs Ferrari oh okay oh I thought it was over around okay um, no. I abs- have you seen it? I haven't. It's on my to-watch list, but obviously, again, running out to buy a film, and I'm trying not to just frivolously order shit off the internet. Yeah. At the minute, so, but it is on my wanna-watch list. Absolutely loved it. Great film. God, I love shit like that anyway. I'm not into motor racing at all, but yeah, like that and Rush and yeah, Senna. So, oh, Senna's great. Senna was my Blu-ray bargain of all time. I got it for three quid on day of release. Did you really? Shit me. <laughs> there was a glitch in the HMV system. They had it for pre-order at three quid. Finally. So I got it. I got Bula Quo for two quid on Blu-ray, but I've never been able to bring myself to watch it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I bought it and it seemed funny at the time, but it is a status quo movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how good can it actually be? <laughs> But, there's actually uh, a um, there's a there's a documentary on Netflix at the moment. Um, hang on, what was it about? Is it about Fangio? What's it called? 
uh, yeah, the one, um, yeah, the um, Life of Speed. Oh, okay. That's supposed to be very good. Um, a Life of Speed, the uh, yeah, Juan Manuel Fangio story. Um, I, suppose that. I do love a documentary. Yeah, 1950s before protective gear or safety features were used. It's, uh, um, yeah. Hence yeah, watching the Whitney awesome. documentary of Maiden. Two things I had no real interest in, but I just wanted to see the films. Mm. That Whitney documentary is on Amazon Prime as well for anybody oh, okay. that does want to check it out. So, but it's another one of those. Isn't it funny how we always mock them when they're at their lowest, and then when they die, we're kind of oh, shit. Maybe we shouldn't have done that. Yeah, by Michael Jackson or um, Amy Winehouse or <laughs> Caroline Flack or any of those yeah. ones that. I mean, in the internet age, it's fucking even more vicious, isn't it? But, it really is, yeah. But yeah, it's a... Any TV series you got into? No, I started watching shit daytime things. So I got into the repair shop. And, uh... Cause it's the repair shop? It's where people bring their old shit in and they fix it. Shouldn't last. It literally yeah. is. It's got a prime time slot on a Wednesday on BBC One now, but oh, is it is it a a, a, a um, live action thing, a um, reality TV show? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just oddly, it's like that, and I started watching Antiques Road Trip for whatever fucking reason. I was like, yes. I'm borderline interested in this. Now. It's ideal telly to put on and ignore while you're waiting for the evening to start, kind of thing. Yeah. So I had to sit there doing my drawing and uh, wait to start go cooking tea. It's one of those things, it's pointless getting into anything you really want to get into, because you know you're going to have to get up at some point and start doing tea. Yeah. So I just started catching it and just kind of got into it. I tell you, I bizarrely got into it at the beginning of the year, not so much this month, but snooker. Uh, Daniel used to be... I ended up going to... Sorry? Daniel used to be into snooker when he was a baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, you fucking traitor. <laughs> I saw well, the pictures of you at the race course at World of Snooker, the thing that booted us out of there. It was a different bloody weekend, though. I know, but still, they're the reason we can't go to the race course anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. Good point. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Leave it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. They sat empty this year while we were doing True Believers. So. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. If they yeah. hadn't been so adamant and actually checked their fucking diary. <laughs> <laughs> I also have got into Flight of the Concords. Have you ever watched that? Uh, I have, yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely genius. Yeah, one of the guys I used to work with at H&V was obsessed with it. Yeah, so we used great. to watch it on our lunch breaks. But. It's very much the New Zealand or American version of um, Mighty Boosh. Yeah. See, Mighty Boosh has always hit and miss for me. There's a bit of Mighty Boosh that I love, and there's other bits that just leave me a bit cold. Yeah. But It's a cross between Mighty Boosh and Peep Show, really. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've been watching. Uh, Kirby Enthusiasm I've been watching because that's back oh I, I haven't I haven't started that again I did I started that a few years ago and it just really depressed me yeah you've watched Seinfeld now though, haven't you so I've watched all of Seinfeld so I might get it a bit better now 
I love Seinfeld. So there's elements of Curb that are quite. It's that awkward comedy rather than. But it's just they're all horrible people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but although I do tend to agree with Larry, like the whole you know go into somebody's new house and then wanting to show you around kind of thing. I'm just kind of, no, I'm good. <laughs> don't, don't need to see your house. This is fine. <laughs> but it's, it's the tiny little things that I tend to side with him on. Yeah. But there are times where I'm like, this is just so awkward. That I'm not enjoying it at all. Yeah. But then the office was like that at times. The UK one. I've still yeah, never not, got into the Yeah, not, not as harsh as Kobe enthusiasm is though. I mean, yeah, it was, but I've, yeah, I, I want to go. I'm going to give it another go, um, because there's quite a few series, isn't there? Yeah. Is the latest series as good? Um, the one I really loved, probably my favourite season, was the one where he was in the producers. Okay. I really enjoyed that series, mm. and um, there was another one. There's a great one in this series where he um realizes that people will leave him alone if he wears a MAGA hat. <laughs> so he he gets out of like you know lunch dates that he doesn't want to go on by wearing the MAGA hat to it, <laughs> or by a redneck beating the shit out of him by putting the hat on. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think Trump tweeted not understanding what was going on with it. Oh okay yeah I'm not seeing something like that yeah. But, Brilliant. But and there's the whole thing in this series where he's opening a coffee shop next to another one out of spite. It's his spite shop. <laughs> <laughs> but and they've done genius stuff with Ted dancing in this series. Oh yeah. But but yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I've been watching. I started watching that Miracle Workers, but then we sort of dropped off it. Yeah. But I was quite enjoying that. It's just there's so much shit to tape and watch that. And like I say, I keep going back to either shit TV or stuff I've seen before, yeah. like CSI and. You kind of drown in choice, don't you? Yeah, it's too much. It's like I've got Disney Plus now as well. Mm. Two episodes in on The Mandalorian. Yeah. Because uh, I never actually got around to watching the ones. Yeah. And, uh, but there's, I mean, we, I've only watched, I've watched, what have I watched on Disney Plus so far? Uh, a couple of Marvel movies. Uh, I think Tal's been watching some wedding documentary. Uh no, I'm trying to think what I've got queued up. Mandalorian's on there. Clone Wars, but I'm letting Clone Wars build up a bit. Mm. I'm really excited to watch it, but I don't want to get to that point where I'm like, I've got to know what happens next. So I want to try and save a few up. Because mm. Netflix has kind of ruined you with binge watching, hasn't it? Yeah. And, um, but I quite liked Mandalorian. There's a couple of times where it's like, this feels very TV. Yeah, I love it. And, but, but I don't know, I'm kind of that last Star Wars film kind of killed my lust for Star Wars a little bit. Yeah. I think maybe I need a little more distance. But he's great, the Mandalorian. Mm. And that episode where he's trying to get his the second one with the Jawas. Yeah. So that's fucking great. You actually see what it looks like when things get disintegrated. <laughs> but, oh, of course, yeah. The only thing I'm still not keen on is the bounties being frozen in carbonite. Oh, okay, yeah, they're all, they're all like a like a wardrobe, aren't they? Yeah, you got like a conveyor belt of them. It's yeah. like I I get it, 
and I get that once word got out that that worked for Boba Fett, more people would start doing it. But it was one of those things that it was so unique for mm. Empire Strikes Back because it wasn't a thing in Empire Strikes Back that it's like, yeah, we freeze people in carbonite all the time. Yeah. It was like, uh, we'll do it. If he dies, he fucking dies. <laughs> kind of thing. Mm. Or make sure you're compensated. That's it. Just Dolph Lundgren pops up and he's like, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> cheers Ivan <laughs> but yeah and it just felt a little bit kind of like hey you remember that from Impulse Strike Back that was cool now imagine this a row of them on like a fucking wardrobe <laughs> hanger and it's just kind of like yeah right but I mean that's I suppose that's part of the trouble with anything like that and if you don't connect with it you don't connect with it but mm. just for me it felt a little bit kind of like playing on that cool thing that you saw in that film once <laughs> rather than coming up with their own thing yeah absolutely but but and I liked the um, IG-11 unit which I didn't oh, realise was Taika Waititi yes yes it is yeah yeah. but then I didn't realise that Nianoti was the voice of the little guy the Ogonauts yeah I was kind of like, I recognise that voice. It's like, but there's no way they get Nick Nolte for something like this, forgetting that Nick Nolte's not the big name he used to be, kind of. Thing. Not to yeah. dig Renegade. I don't want another Gary Boosie situation where Nick Nolte's coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> I still live in fear of the Boosie. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Lurking in a hedge, waiting to knife me. Just Mr. Joshua, motherfucker. <laughs> Or he comes in under siege in drag. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all terrifying. <laughs> this is your future now. To be fair though, if you gotta go, I'd rather be killed by Gary Boosie than Corona. <laughs> is it Corona? No, Gary Boosie. You got Mr. Joshua. The other cool thing with Mandalorian is fucking Werner Herzog's in it. Is what? Werner Herzog's in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but Baby Yoda played over better than I thought it would, having been it being destroyed by memes and cuddly toys. That was blatantly the baby Groot of it, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, he's great. I love the character. You know that came from. We need to sell some toys. We need like a fucking baby Groot in this. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Merchandise. It's like, what looks the most like a tree in Star Wars? Oh, Yoda's kind of green. <laughs> baby Yoda. <laughs> like, yeah, cool. Yes. Because <laughs> I get the feeling that they wanted Baba Frick to be that in. Well, they wanted the Porgs to be that, I think, in Last Jedi, and then they wanted Baba Frick to be it in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, the, the cuddly toys. Yeah. It's like, we want to make some soft fucking toys of this. We want kids to be cuddling it. Hmm. And they hit gold with Baby Yoda instead. So, But, no, I'm curious to see where it goes. And there's a rumour that um, Michael Bean's going to be in the second series. Yes, I read that. I'm more for Hicks being in things. Yeah. Either as a good guy or a bad guy, because he makes an excellent bad guy too. Do you think they will jump the shark and get Boba Fett in there? I don't know. I kind of hope they 
I mean, I'm not far enough in to know whether they do have any legacy characters in it, but I kind of hope they avoid them all. Yeah. That they just exist on the peripheral. Mm-hmm. Rather than... Because technically Boba Fett's dead by this point, isn't he? Um, t- is this something I, that I comes up know. in it, is it? Um, no, 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 not at all. I, I can tell you, without spoiling it, that he does not make an appearance in the series. And it's not he's not even mentioned, I think. I don't think he's Good. mentioned well, because technically, I don't know within the realm of the comics now, but within canon of the films, he dies in the Sarlacc pit, doesn't he? I know in the old universe, he survived in the comics, didn't he? Because yeah. he crawled out and he was all gnarly and scarred. And... That's it. And um, he, um, uh, what's his name? The other, other uh, branch hunter, his name escapes me. Dengar takes him and kind of looks after him. Um, yeah. So, because that know, awesome you know, tells of the bounty hunter story set after that's it, Jedi, isn't it? Yeah, where he because right. I love that where that story's great. That whole uh, the bit at the end of that story where he, he's facing off against Han Solo and they just kind of realize they've got a mutual respect for each other and go separate ways. Yeah, that's such a good fucking story. And you find out like that the Empire outlawed music. I can't remember that book. I've got it. I've got the Tales of the Bounty Hunter book. But... I only remember the Boba Fett story. I think the Ig 88 ones, isn't that where he's, before he was destroyed? Because didn't, in expanded continuity again, Boba Fett killed him on, in Empire Strikes Back. Yes. And he downloaded himself into what became the second Death Star, if I remember rightly. That's it. And then the Death Star exploded just when he was about to make his move. Yeah. That was it. Of course it was. Shit, I forgot all about that. And his his ship was called the Dragon's Tooth, wasn't it? Yes, that rings a bell. Mm. But but yeah, no. So like I say, and I like the guy that plays Mandalorian. I hope he never takes the helmet off. I hope it's a Drudge Dread situation. Yeah. Because there's always that thing that kicks around of the picture from the reshoots for the special edition Return of the Jedi, where it's not Jeremy Bullock as Boba Fett is just some guy, but he just looks like an accountant in a Boba Fett suit. It's <laughs> <laughs> like got the glasses and the mustache. He's like, oh, that's really disappointing. Oh, I didn't know that. Was it not Jeremy Bullock and Jedi though? Yes, but they did reshoots oh, okay, the in mid nineties for the special oh, editions course, yeah. to fill in I for that see. new dance song and dance number. Yeah, because I was like, Jeremy Bullock looks kind of depressed, and then I was like, I oh, know that's clearly not him because of the. But yeah, so, but I don't know. There's a mystery to the character that I hope they stick with. Mm. I can see the temptation that was a thing in the second one. Whenever he sort of like seemed to slip unconscious, I was like, please don't be doing a flashback. Please don't go to a flashback. Mm-hmm. And they thankfully so far avoided it. Mm. But, but, but yeah, we could be starved for new entertainment anyway. That's with true. Like, most films like being pushed back to next year now. Yeah. Because they announced today that Ghostbusters is pushed back, and I think most of Sony's films are being pushed back to next year. Yeah, what was the other one? It was the Ghostbusters and, well, James Bond has. That's um, November at the minute, but I can see that potentially changing again. Yeah, it makes sense to push them back. There was another one as well. What was the other one that was announced today? Ghostbusters and something else? It was an, Oh, um, Morbius. Morbius, that was it. Yeah. Which, whatever. But yeah. yeah. They finally pushed back Black Widow as well, didn't they? Yes. I haven't resisted it for a while. But 
what knock-on effect that'll have for Falcon and Winter Soldier and that. I know they're pushed back anyway, but... But, yeah, it's a weird fucking time, man. <laughs> but, it's really weird. I don't go to the cinema a lot anyway, but I really want to go to the cinema now, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was really looking for forward to No Time to Die, because being a mm. Bond fan, and it's like, it had been delayed so much anyway. Yeah. There was a joke thing going around today that was... um a photo of Daniel Craig at the premiere for No Time to Die and he was like a really old man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Like I say, because it was originally meant to come out on Valentine's Day, I bet they wish they'd fucking held on to that date now. Yeah. Although, Absolutely. they'd have had what? Yeah, no, they'd have probably had a decent run in the cinema before it started to drop off. Mm. And they probably could have then put it straight on the streaming. Because none of the films that have gone straight on the stream and particularly excite me. Not enough to spend a tenner on to watch at home. Mm. So like Invisible Man, which I kind of want to see, but it's I'll wait till it's on TV kind of movie. Have you seen that amazing meme where they've... they've um, what, they've put Drax in? Drax in the background. That's genius. Absolutely. Yeah, I showed it to Kat. She didn't get it. I had to remind her about the whole bit in Infinity War. With the, <laughs> I'm moving so slowly you can't see me. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love it. But yeah, I think it could work in their favour, Marvel, as well, with Black Widow being pushed back, because Endgame felt nicely final. It felt like they should have taken a year or two break after that. Mm. You had Spider-Man as the you know epilogue the, um, kind of thing. Yeah, the epilogue, yeah. Which was kind of nice, but at the same time, it's like, I've just been on this massive journey. I don't really give a shit about Peter's trek around Europe. Yeah. It was, it was quite good, though. It was quite good fun. I liked it the first time. I didn't enjoy it at all the second time. I found it oh, quite tedious. Yeah, also. I found it quite tedious the second time. But I was the same with Homecoming. I really enjoyed it the first time, and then the second time I was like, eh, mm. move it along. But I don't think I'm a big fan of Spider-Man on film. No. Love the cartoons, and I've enjoyed the few comics I've read. But just something seems to be lost on film. For me, for it's Spider-Man. It's the wit, isn't it? It's, it's the it's the, it's wit, the inner monologue gone. Yeah. And, and I don't know, this, it grates on me more each time I watch it that the Spider-Man films now don't feel so much like Spider-Man films as Spider-Man as part of the MCU. Mm. And it feels a little bit like he could do with just being in his own world kind of thing. Yeah, a bit tagged on because they could. Yeah, well, it's a bit like, you know, a footnote to the Iron Man story rather than yeah. a Spider-Man story, but... Especially you know, again. started as a cameo as well. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'd quite like to just see some more of him just being around New York, being a friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. Yeah. Kind of thing. But, but you know, just... I'll take what I can get. <laughs> <laughs> it, it could be worse. It could be Amazing Spider-Man too. Terrible film. It's not that it's that bad. It's just over long, and then it has such a downbeat ending. Because that was the trouble is they had such good chemistry between those two characters. Yeah. That when she fucking spoilers for Amazing Spider-Man two, but fuck it, you should have seen it by now. When she actually fucking <laughs> dies at the end in a really horrible fucking way. Yeah. It's not even like you know. She dies. And it's like, you know, mostly off screen, so it's fine kind of thing. You know, yeah. it's upsetting, but it's not. But you fucking hear her head hit that ground. Yeah. You're like, that is fucking horrible. 
<laughs> it's like, and now you want me to be like, ooh, Rhino's back in that horrible mech suit. Which you probably love because it's a rhino and a robot. But Yeah, I, 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 didn't, you know, I didn't mind it. It was badly done. I had the CGI because his head kind of wobbled in it. Um, but yeah, I quite like that. Well, yeah, but to be fair, look at the end of Infinity War with uh, Mark Ruffalo green screened into the Hulkbuster suit. Oh, yeah, that was also wobblehead as well. That was very bad. Yeah. <laughs> he was almost floating out of place. <laughs> It's like, yeah, we'll just do this one on paint. We've run out of money. <laughs> yeah. we just like, cut, we'll just cut his head out of a bit of cardboard and we'll just stick it on the actor. It's fine. You'd think, though, that even if that slid in the cinema, they'd be like, we made so much fucking money from this film. Let's just go in and polish up the effects that weren't quite finished for the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, let's not completely George Lucas it, but let's just tidy up the stuff that doesn't quite work. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it'll cost how much? No, keep that thanks <laughs> but it's like the mistake in Endgame I genuinely thought they'd gone back and fixed it because while Ant-Man's in the car in the van in the middle of the fight yeah. Giant Man's also in the background fighting oh really I've never noticed that and I don't know whether it's a deliberate thing that they've just thought fuck it we'll leave it in there as a fun little easter egg so so, so he's in the car when it's Ant-Man and Wasp are in the van and then yeah. it cuts back to a battle scene and in the background Giant Man's still fighting I didn't know that. I took that one up. So, obviously, it's somewhere around the bit where they're in the van. Mm. Okay. So, science. Talking about mistakes in movies, we yes. did actually we we watched Cats the other day. Oh, <laughs> why? Have you seen it? No, I just nothing it's about it appealed. Not as bad as everyone makes out, in my opinion. But then again, I really really like the soundtrack. Um, I. I I've loved it for years. Um, it's no Phantom, though, is it? No. What's See, that? I've seen... I, I personally, I've I, I prefer seen... Phantom. Oh, fucking hell, man. I do. I've seen a video no, of the I stage show like... of Cats, and I thought it was shit, so I've got no real desire to film. I've, I've been to London to see it. And, uh, I, yeah, I really liked it. It's quite haunting, and I really like the music. I listen to it quite often, actually, the soundtrack at work. It's quite a turn-off kind of music. <laughs> I don't turn it off. I mean, that, you literally, know, it's, it's kind of thing. Um, but no, but here's a song it. to get you out of the mood. Let's play Memories. <laughs> That's actually the worst song on it. Um, but uh, apart from freaking what's his name, James Corden and uh, Rebel Wilson, they are terrible in it, in my opinion. But it did um, set up two of her best jokes at award season. Go on. The, um, the one where she was um, saying she'd recycled an address, address, so she had the one, and then the other one was a black one that she'd worn to a funeral for the film Cats. <laughs> and the other yeah. one was her and James Corden at the Oscars, and I can't remember what it was, but um, something along the lines of they know the importance of good special effects because we both starred in the film Cats. <laughs> yeah, the special effects were very dodgy and a little bit weird, especially the Eldris Elba. He looked... Uh, he looked naked in it. It's it was just, what but, was the point? It's shit no, on there state. is no point. But I, I really enjoyed it. Me and both me and Tal really enjoyed it. But better than Phantom? Come on. Well, I don't know about the movie, but I prefer the stage show to Phantom. Yeah, the Phantom's really long. Yeah, but. Oh, we talk about the Phantom or Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. we're not talking about Billy Zane, the Phantom. Billy Zane. <laughs> Slam evil. 
<laughs> Although I do quite enjoy that film for the shitness that it is. <laughs> but but no, I just I'm pretty sure my grandparents must have had a video of the stage show of Cats, and I just hated it. I've always hated it. Yeah, because the, the the video that the stage show that uh, I think that was recorded in something like '84, but it was a really weird version. Uh, where there's like a whole scene in there about a superhero cat that's not in the original. Um, it's a bit weird. No, it's a, yeah, I'm not a fan. So I've got no real desire to watch the film. Mm. But then I've also got no real desire to watch shit films. It's like everybody keeps going, going you should watch The Room. It's like, no. Have you not seen it? No, because why would I waste my time? <laughs> I watched that film about the making of The Room. Yeah. Yeah, uh, disaster artist. And I was like, that, that's covered all the bases for me. <laughs> no, just, I, life's too short, kind of, man. That isn't a film you've got to you can watch on your own. You've got to watch that with a lot of people, and then just laugh at it. Nah, just that's kind of the point of it. No, no, not even if somebody's like, I want to do an and why not episode on the room. It's like, no, I'm good. Pick another film. <laughs> <laughs> it's just life's too short to watch shit films now. Mm. Or anything that I know I'm more than likely not going to enjoy. Just One film I, I, I refuse to watch is that Sausage Party film. Yeah, see, I've got no real desire to watch that. No, I well, really most that. recent comedies, to be fair. Yeah. I tend to find either the best bits are in the trailers, or I'll enjoy it more if I catch it halfway through on TV. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what I watched the other day that I had no desire to watch, but got suckered into watching. Pitch Perfect. Oh, okay, that's quite a good film. I know, I really fucking enjoyed it. Yeah. I wasn't expected to. I not actively avoided it, but I just. But then I stopped. I was watching a film, and then I'd stopped it, and it was just left on that channel. Mm. And in that way, where I was just tidying up, ready to go to bed, and I ended up realizing that I'd watched most of the end of the film. Mm. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Quite enjoyed it. I'm not sure what the sequels are like, but. Second one's good. The third one, I think, was pretty bad, if I remember rightly. Mm. But I tell you what, I bought this morning on iTunes because I keep an eye on iTunes because every week, every Tuesday, they release a load of movies really cheap. Um, and I bought Tremors. I love Tremors. Yeah. I still want to sit down and watch all of them. Yeah. You know, just have a Tremors marathon. Yeah, so I've got Tremors to watch possibly tomorrow, along with all the other movies, the It movies and stuff. Yeah, say so you can never go wrong with Tremors. Not at all. But cool. Well, I suppose we should probably start wrapping it up. But um, just before we do, I wanted to, given you know how much they meant to me as a kid, and now the Dirt Mags audio comic book stuff like last week William Dufries who played Spider-Man in those died and then this morning at the time of recording Vincent Marzello who was Jimmy Olsen in the Superman ones died as well it's just yeah really sad Vincent was married to Lorelai King who was Lois Lane because it was always that weird thing of Lois Lane married Jimmy Olsen and um yeah she posted this morning that he died and it's just really fucking sad (laughs) I just sort of wanted to acknowledge that because that was a huge part of my early discovery of comics and just awesome adaptations and radio. Mm. 
and yeah just really fucking sad and i got it i never you know fate got in the way and i never got to get that book done that i wanted to do and uh yeah it just seems now that <laughs> every time something like this happens you sort of regret it even more yeah um, but yeah just like you know because they were vincent was in and most of them are he was in the Batman one as well, and I'm pretty sure he was in Spider-Man 2. But I can't 100% off the top of my head remember which one, which characters he played. But without getting the CDs and that. But what, what was his name, sorry? Uh, Vincent Marzello. He was Jimmy Olsen. I think he might have been Nightwing. But And um, yeah, William DeFries is Spider-Man in that. I lent you the Spider-Man one, didn't I? Yes, you did. I loved his Spider-Man. I thought it was superb. And, uh, like I say, it's just sad that it's <laughs> mm. seem to be hit that sort of age now, don't we? Unfortunately. Yeah. I, yeah. It's kind of yeah. Like I say, it's not something that I overly gets. Witches as well. Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh... And the spy who loved me. Yeah, he popped up in a lot of things. I say he was one of those great character actors as well. Yeah. But just seemed to, on radio particularly. And, uh... Yeah, he was. Hang on, I can tell you now. Where are you? Oh, he was Abattoir, Mr. Zaz. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he did some of the bit parts and that. And, uh, yeah, like I say, it's just, it's not something that generally gets shined a light on when, but like I say, it was such an important part Mm. of my childhood and still now, I still go back to them. They're still the voices I hear when I read the comics. So, yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge it and, you know, extend thoughts and best wishes to everybody that knew him, that was friends, connected with him, or, you know, connected with him through listening to it like I did. So, but yeah, so we've ended on a downer again. We have, haven't we? We need to start doing these in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) So it starts on the... On an upper and ends on an upper. Yeah, so... <laughs> Tell a joke, Sue. But I... No, no, because the only joke I know is the one that the guy at work told me, and it's fucking dreadful, and I'm not saying it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so anyway... Uh, yeah, I, if, if you're up for it, I should maybe do another Nerds Who Isolated Themselves at some point. Sure. Or if it, even if it just alleviates our boredom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are isolated after all. But like I say, it's the weirdness of just not being able to pop out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I haven't been to a pub for God knows how long, but all of a sudden I was like, oh, I miss when you could go to the pub and have a chat. <laughs> At least you had the option. <laughs> That's it. It's knowing it was there that I couldn't go yeah. to. It's like it typical it happened the night I planned to go to the theatre, then the cinema, then go clubbing. <laughs> gonna relive my early 2000s days hit up fifth avenue is that even there anymore 
No, no, that got knocked down with the cinema. Casey's, I think, is still there. They were on about turning it into flats, but okay. this is going to mean nothing to anybody <laughs> who never came clubbing in. They reopened Jumping Jacks. That was just Jacks. Yeah. But I don't know what it's like inside because, let's you face have no it, interest. no. And, well, I don't drink, I don't dance, and I'm married, so that's the three elements <laughs> of going out nightclubbing gone. <laughs> but plus, you know, fucking amount of money people used to spend on a night out. It's like I could buy three comics with that, now. <laughs> My brother used to spend like a hundred quid on a night out on a Saturday. Bloody hell, really? I know. That's four comics. <laughs> but, but yeah, so um, what you got coming up? Where can people find you online and find your drawings and all that awesome shit? Um, coming up, I've got no events coming up. I haven't booked anything. Probably wise to. Although, aren't um, you signed up for Aaron's online Comic-Con? Yes, and I'm really going to get my shit together for that. Um, because I don't have any major online presence. Um, I don't have any web stores or anything like that. But like, yes, I am signed up for that. See, I was thinking um, of setting up a big cartel, maybe getting a bit more stuff, and just as an extra place to sell my stuff. Because I've yeah. got... I do everything through the True Believers website, which I've told you before, you're more than welcome to have a page on there to sell stuff. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Thank you. But, you know, it's whether you want to sully your name with the association. <laughs> <coughs> well, it hasn't done me any harm so far. Well, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> the jury's still out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can find me. I never will remember all this. Hang on a minute. You can find me. Or, uh, just type in I am Zoot. You'll find me somewhere. On Instagram, I am the real Zoot. Or is that? Hang on. Uh, your Zootbot on Twitter. Zootbot. Oh, oh, no. oh yeah, Zootbot on Twitter. I am Zoo on um, on Instagram. And um, and yeah, Instagram has been mad these this last these last few weeks for me. I've I seem to have exploded. It's been brilliant. I sense yeah, goes in waves for me on Instagram. I tend not to look at what people are liking now i read comments occasionally but yeah but i tend to i'm trying to get in the habit of just posting and walking away kind of thing which does feel a little bit like you've taken a shit on somebody's doorstep and walked off but it's <laughs> not mm. sort of left that there for you no i, I use instagram more than on facebook at the moment i say i post on all three but that's pretty much what, like I say all i'm going on social media for is just to dump and run kind of thing Mm. But, but no so, a yeah, few people seem to give things a like so that's nice um, so yeah where can they find you uh, I am Stuart oh, thinks he can draw on Instagram which I think is Stuart underscore thinks underscore he underscore can underscore draw um, obviously an underscore not right in the word underscore uh i'm on twitter as at token nerd i'm on facebook as Stuart thinks he can draw if you just search that and the podcast is on facebook and on twitter now uh which is uh nerds who haunt themselves on facebook and on twitter we are see now it's my turn uh at haunted nerds should have got that really uh so yeah you can go on there and leave us abuse and whatnot 
And uh, yeah, like I say, we've got fuck all else going on this year now. What yeah. next? So <laughs> we'll try and get another in. I'm going to try and start getting And Why Not and Why Comics back up. Of which I want to get you on an episode of And Why Not to talk about a certain film. Sure. Possibly. Why not? In a special threesome episode with a certain Mr. Butcher. Oh, yeah. So, a threesome. So, uh, given your shared love of the movie Cats. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think Dan does love it. I don't want to put words in his mouth. <laughs> I, I think we know the film we're actually talking about. Yes, I think so. Anybody too. who knows us can guess. Oh, I love Robocop 3. Ninja Robots, man. Ninja Robots. Genius. Yeah. It's, it's what every other Robocop was missing. <laughs> and you know the pointless death of a main character <laughs> yeah but which lewis i, is I it? honestly can't remember that what robocop 3 yeah i watched it i've only seen it once see i watched it once when it came out on video because mm. i loved robocop 2 and was really excited and then i think that killed my love of robocop for a while yeah and um i watched it when i did the piece for starburst about the various robocops Oh, of course, yeah. Because that's when I watched Robocop, Robocop 2, Robocop 3, the Prime Directives, the animated series, and the Rich Eden TV series. Shit, mate, yeah, of course you did. So, I binged a lot of Robocop. Yeah, you see more uh, Robocop than I have. I know, sorry. <laughs> You're a Batman for it, to be honest. <laughs> Although I do still really like that Rich Eden one, in all its 90s glory. Yeah. It's like Robocop for kids, but... <laughs> But I, I will stand by it. I quite liked it. So. <laughs> Did the Robocop cry in an episode of that? No, that's the Prime Directives. Oh, okay. That's the that's... one they did Reese's a movie, wasn't it? Yeah, they did like four TV movies, didn't they? Oh, okay. That weirdly, I think Richard Eden was originally approached for that because it's set within that TV continuity because they reuse some of the sets. Like the police okay. station set is old and run down now. Yeah. But that's the one with the really short-ass little Robocop. Yes, yeah. Um, easily the worst Robocop. Because even though Robocop 3 was bad, Robert Burke as Robocop I thought was pretty good. Mm. To the point where on first view and I didn't realise it wasn't Peter Weller. But I mean, yeah. I was younger and didn't know better. But, but now, you know, I recognise Buckaroo Banzai anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so, I love that film. I love that soundtrack as well, but you can't get it. Yeah. Never got released. As is life, I suppose. But yeah, so anyway, until next time, uh, that's it for this one. And uh, yeah. yeah. So thank you for listening. Until next time, read awesome comics, create awesome things, and keep spreading the full colour word. Thanks for listening. Bye. Cheers, guys. Bye. Where's the stop recording button? There it is.